our family is just getting bigger and bigger. Welcome to 657 AM. Good morning and welcome to you. Good morning and good morning to the listeners. What a joy again to connect uh, with everyone. I'm excited with what God is doing in his church. And I'm really blessed by, you know, the scripture that you read this mm. morning. Good things are, are, are coming in the body mm. of Christ. Amen. Amen. Mm. Mfundisi, you know, we, we are seeing manifestation everywhere. Um, you yeah. know, for me, the first thing that maybe I, I, I need to say this morning is, Siabulela, Mfundisi, you know, thank you. Um, let me appreciate this morning, you and your family. Um, we were saying very lightly of a, that, you know, the amount of work and the amount of, of, of watchmanship, if I should put it that way, that goes into mm. ministering over the airwaves, um, is, is beyond anyone can, any human strength can ever handle. We know it's the work of God, but just your yeah. willingness and availability. That, for me, God availing people that have way better things to do, availing them, you know, to, to come and minister to His people every morning. For me, that is a mighty plus, and we thank God for your life. We Thank God for your ministry, and we appreciate you. Amen. Thank you so much. We are really uh, happy that we could be part of what God is doing. And uh, we are just happy for the opportunity that through you that, that, that it came. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we just want to serve God's people and, uh, you know, be a blessing in any way that we can. And, I, and I'm happy for this. Yeah. Amen. Well, family, um, Mfundisi is from Kingdom Dominion Center out in Valcom. If you are listening from Valcom, uh, do visit Kingdom Dominion Center. They're all about the kingdom. Um, otherwise, catch Mfundisi on his social networks. Mfundisi, where do we find you on the social space? Uh, Facebook, Ndumiso uh, Mazibu. Just Ndumiso Mazibu. There's a number of Ndumiso Mazibu, but you'll see me. Instagram, we're there. Uh, Twitter as well, at Pastor Ndumiso. And uh, on iTunes, we've got a podcast, a free podcast, which you can listen mm-hmm. and download to our messages that we've ministered in the past. Fantastic. Now, this morning, Mfunisi, we're dealing with, with healing of the heart. We are looking at our hearts, you know, but uh, there's no point in us doing anything for God if the condition of our heart is not conducive for yes. us to hear from the Lord. Is guarding this heart? I am really challenged, uh, mm. and I'm almost uh, scared, you know, when, when, when I read Proverbs 4, mm. verse 23, where, you know, it's a scripture that we know we read it through, but uh, as of lately, when I read the, that scripture, I, I, I hear a loud warning and a loud command coming from the heart of God mm. about the condition of our heart. Amen. Proverbs 4, verse 23, in the New King James, first, mm-hmm. it says, Keep your heart mm. with all diligence. Mm. It, it, mm. I mean, that mm. means do your utmost, do your best, make it a priority. Mm. Be excellent in this with all diligence. Keep your heart. And then it says, for out of it spring the issues of life. Mm. Uh, in the New Living Translation. Yes, it, I'm reading uh, it there. It's so yeah, awesome. It says, guard your heart. Above all else. Listen to that. It says, above everything that you're doing, make sure that guarding your heart is on the top of your list. And Mm. then you give the reason. It says, for it determines the course of your life. You know, uh, so so here's the thing. Mm. The Mm. course Mm. of Mm. our Mm. lives Mm. is not determined by prayer. Mm. 
it's not determined by effort. <laughs> it's not determined by how well you are educated and what you know. It is the, the course of your life, the direction of your life is determined by the condition and the contents of your heart. Sure. And the Bible strongly tells us Hmm. that we must keep, we must guard. And I have a picture here of a security guard watching Hmm. over something valuable, uh, watching for any suspicious behavior, watching for anything untoward, watching Hmm. for anything that uh, is not supposed to be there. Uh, uh, He's the security, he's the watchman. Uh, over that valuable thing. And God says, be like a security guard over that valuable asset that you have called your heart. Mm. And uh, uh, be careful. Watch out that nothing, uh, uh, nothing that is not supposed to be in there Thank comes you, Lord. in. Mm. Nothing that is not supposed to enter, enters. Uh, be vigilant and watch uh, the fluctuations and the changes that, that take place in your heart. Mm. The contents, the feelings, the attitudes of your heart, always be there vigilantly watching uh, what your heart is feeling, thinking, saying, uh, because if if you don't do that, uh, you will find that your life will go in a course or in a direction that you don't want it to go. And the only thing that you'll have to blame is what was in your heart and how your heart was. For me, this this is really important for us. It is so critical. Um, yeah. And, you know, as you're speaking, the question that is coming to my mind is the how. But, you know, before we yeah. get to the how, yeah. because I'm sure you'll be able to, to help us yeah. with the how part. How do we guard this heart? I just want to check this. What is this heart supposed to be doing? What What is the function of this heart um, now in our physical bodies and uh, metaphorically in the body of Christ? What is this heart all about? Physically, the heart uh, pumps blood, mm. supplies blood uh, to the whole body. The Bible says in the book of Leviticus, the life of a thing is in the blood. Mm. Uh, and uh, therefore, we understand that when the heart physically is pumping blood to all the rest of the body, mm. it is not just blood that it's sending, but it's sending life in itself. Uh, uh, <clears throat> as it is in the natural, so it is in the spirit. Mm, our mm, hearts, mm, spiritually, mm, metaphorically, and, uh, they supply our whole life. Every facet and sphere of our life sure. is supplied with a quality of life <laughs> that, 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 that the heart is going to send to it. Um, uh, uh, Jesus said something very importantly. Uh, he said, uh, according to the fullness of your heart, your mouth will speak. Um, so you can know what is in your heart by listening to what you say. Mm, 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 mm. You must take time as a child of God to pay attention to what it is that you're saying. Amen. Think about your words. Uh, sometimes we don't think about our words. We only think about our words once they've come out of our mouth. Uh, but Jesus is saying, your words reveal the condition of your heart. Mm. So our hearts really are like the rudder of a ship, uh, and they are the steering wheel of a car, taking our lives to a particular direction. I defined it last, uh, you know, the previous time we were, we were mm-hmm. together, and I said that we have a soul within us. We are spirit, mm-hmm. soul, 
and body. Mm-hmm. Our souls, particularly, are our mind, our will, and our emotions. Our thinker, our uh, the, the thing that says, I want to do something. Yes. Our will. Our will. And, mm-hmm. and we have our feeler. Thing, you know, how when you feel a particular way, mm. it's all coming from your soul. Mm. At the center of your soul is the heart. Mm. Is the heart. Mm. So, so it's like an so, engine, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, really, we we can uh, undermine the role of the heart in terms of our lives, but it plays a big role. It plays a big role. Mm. Uh, sometimes I under mm. age. Mm. Sometimes. Uh, the power of our heart mm. can be stronger than the Holy Spirit. You know, I actually want, can I just ask um, mm. that same same statement in reverse? Which comes first and which one is actually the doorway, the mind or the heart? Um, we have what we call the mind gates or the soul gates. Yes, uh, that's, that's where I wanted us to get to. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the gateways into our mind. Thank you, well, Lord. It, it is the ears. It is the eyes. Your five senses in general, mm-hmm. they perceive and they bring in information into our soul mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. into our heart. So when, when uh, you know, I was going to get to this at the end, when the Bible is telling us to guard our hearts, He's actually saying, be careful what you allow through the gates Gossiam. of your ears and of your, of your, of eyes. your eyes. Mm. There are things you don't need to see. Mm. There are things Jesus. you don't need to hear. Right? You, you should not accept the invitation to every single conversation you're invited to. There are some rumors, some things that you should not allow yourself to hear. You, there are things you're not supposed to read mm. and watch with your eyes, right? So when you say guard your heart, it means you must be careful what is coming into your heart because all information you allow through this gate is coloring your heart, your soul, in a particular shade uh, because our hearts, when we are born, and our minds really are a neutral color. It's like water. Mm. Water will take mm. the color mm. of mm. any dye that you put in it. But naturally, we are born with neutral or empty minds, empty hearts uh, that are just neutral. And as we as we live our lives, we are coloring uh, and dyeing uh, the complexion of our of our hearts and our in our souls. You, Fundisi. Wow, family, we'll take a quick break. Uh, Gee whiz, when we come back, um, we continue with this amazing conversation. Do take time to meditate right now. uh, Take that minute and just look into your own heart and find out, actually, what is dominating my heart this morning? Let's just have that minute to do that, family. We'll be back on the other side of this. It's Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. We are available on WhatsApp, 0826572729. is the SMS. From your ear to your heart to your mouth to your feet, join this life on 657 AM. 
and I sure hope that you've taken time and you've really looked into your heart um, as I have looked into mine and as I'm sure Mfundisi has looked into his to really just check, uh, Lord, what is dominating my heart this morning? We are speaking about guarding your heart. We're looking at Proverbs chapter uh, 4, verse 23. Um, it is verse 23, right, Mfundisi? Yes, Proverbs uh, 4, verse 23 is correct. Fantastic. With Upasta and Dumiso Masibuko joining us on the line from Kingdom Dominion Center. Mfundisi, siyambe nayo. I feel like we, yeah. we, we, we sprinted <laughs> um, into <laughs> yeah. the matter, which, which, which is really awesome. Um, so what we are now, what we've now established is um, what we, not what we need to do, but how... Um, we how we influence what goes into our hearts and we've spoken about yeah. uh the, the the doorways of the soul yeah that's correct that's correct what is supposed to be in the heart now that yeah. we've determined that it's the lifeline it supplies life to the body um so what is supposed to be in the heart the apostle paul writes a very um a very powerful statement. In the, I think it's the book of Corinthians. Um, you know, that baffles many people. He says, uh, who can, he says something like, who can teach God, mm. um, you know, what to do? And then he says, a, a statement that says, uh, but we have the mind of Christ. Amen. Um, what is supposed to be in our hearts is the fullness of Christ. Um, his, his, his nature, his character, his way of thinking his attitude and his feelings. Uh, we are all endeavoring uh, and pursuing to take that form and that likeness uh, of Christ until we come to that place where Christ has been fully formed in us. Um, when we read in Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9, um, something is said there that is very, it's a bit depressing, but it says, the heart is deceitful above all things. Mm. Mm, mm, and mm. desperately wicked. Who can know it? Um, when you buy a television from the from the store, it normally comes with default settings or factory settings. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the Bible teaches us here that when we do not know God, we've not met God, we are just born, we are born into sin, after the likeness of, of, of Adam, of course, mm-hmm. um, our default settings in the mm-hmm. heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. That's yeah. powerful. So when you see someone with a pure heart, a heart that is after God, a, a, a heart that is pure, a heart that is full of Christ, you know that effort and work has been applied to that heart. Mm. So, so all of us, we are not born with a good heart. Okay, we 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 are not just we don't come into this world being good people. We 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 are professional, excellent sinners. Even before <laughs> anyone can teach us how to sin, <laughs> yes, as children, we are. We, we, no one teaches us to steal the sugar and to lie, you know. <laughs> but but we do it because the default setting is the heart is deceitful above all things, and, and, and desperately wicked. Mm. So we are on a journey uh, of having our souls to be saved. Uh, when we receive Jesus Christ, it's not our souls that are saved. 
It's our spirit, man. It's our spirit that are saved. Hmm. Okay, so when we when we preach the gospel and we say uh, souls have come to Christ, not really. It's not really souls. It's, it's I understand what they're trying to say, but it's really spirit. Uh, the, 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 the spirit man that has come to God that has been just regenerated. That has been saved. But our souls, the mind, the will, and the emotions, with the heart at the center, those are a daily journey and a daily walk of being saved. Hmm. Salvation of the soul is a daily walk. It takes you every day to die to self, to say no to yourself, to resist the, the lusts and the urgings and the, you know, the provocations of the heart. You, every time you say no to what your flesh wants, you are having your soul to be saved. You're growing and you're, 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 you're maturing. James chapter 1, verse 21, just before that verse that says, Be doers of the word, not hear it only, but verse 22, 21 says, It says, Lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. So, so we are taught here that the word of God is able to save our souls from that state that Jeremiah 17 verse 9 told us it is. And the word engrafted here in the Greek is the word emphutos, emphutos. Hmm. It, 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 it means implanted or transplanted. So we're being taught here that when the word is being taught to us, spoken to us, when the word of God we read it and God speaks to us, it becomes like an implant or a transplant. Like when you take a, 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 a flower plant, you, you, you pluck it out from where it was planted and you take it to another ground or another environment and you, and you hope to God that it will grow there. Or in, in medicine where a heart is taken from one body <laughs> and transplanted to another. Yeah with the hope that it will continue functioning and, and growing within that new body. So is the Word. The Word of God comes from one environment or one realm, and it is engrafted, according to James, 20, one, uh, James 1 verse 21, it is engrafted or implanted or transplanted in the new environment of our heart. But here's the thing, Ayanda. It's possible sometimes that a patient can go through organ transplant and his body can reject the hey, new organ. Course. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, the swarms. So when, mm. when we receive the word, and the word is implanted or transplanted into our heart, let us not be those people who are going to reject the word of God as it comes to our heart. And the Bible tells us that when, when we receive with meekness that engrafted word, that word that is foreign, to the environment of our heart, our souls are saved. We are saved from that deceitful nature, that wicked nature, that ungodliness. Oh, Fundisi, you just got me there. You, you really, really just got me there because I'm just realizing, just listening to you, that uh, um, you know, there's I think there's a song. Um, you know, the word mm. has been sent out to the people, yes. but the yes. people did not receive the word. Oh, oh yes. that's true. It, 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 you know, uh, um, the word pricked the heart, yeah. 
so 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 i'm receiving it you know so much with so much joy um and uh i'm receiving it so consciously what you are sharing with us this morning because i'm realizing that if the heart is naturally uh, deceitful and it deceives its owner then i really must be careful yeah. um Fundisi. now let, let's mm. come Fundisi, um to when a heart has received the word Ne? Mm. Looking back at the parable of the sower, we see there, we learned um, the last time we had this conversation about the different types of soil. Um, of so what kind of work needs to go into the, what causes the, the heart to be good soil? We looked at all these things last week where Jesus was describing the, the, the four types of heart. Mm. And, uh, he spoke about, first of all, the, the, the heart that is pavement ground, that's wayside. Mm. Uh, he said, this is a kind of, of person because there's no depth in them. Thank you. Um, the word falls, mm. it's all in the heart, but, you know, it's, it, it is not so anyway. It's, it's so hard. It's the pavement wayside that the enemy can just come on top and just steal the, the seed. Just take it like that. Uh, then he spoke about stony places, stony mm. ground, where we receive the word with excitement. You know, we, we quote it, we speak it, we declare it, we say amen very loudly in mm. church when the preaching is coming on. But Jesus says, this kind of heart had no depth within it, no spiritual depth, no sincerity, basically. Mm. But and- no walk with God. You know, yeah. excitement. Can, can I just add something that I think is mm. really important? When we actually had that conversation, I remember we even said it is very important that when you hear the word, it's okay yeah. to shout hallelujah, but that it yeah. must not end there because right. there's meditation, uh, like you yeah. were saying earlier, that we need to, there's conscious effort that needs to go um, into cleansing this heart. Exactly. And, and what we're saying there was that when we respond to God's word, mm. um, uh, we respond on three levels. It's the immediate response. Mm. That is the, the amen, the receiving it with excitement, yeah. the taking it, I receive it, it's mm. my word, amen. Mm. That's the immediate response. That's very important. It's very, it, it lays the foundation for attitude. Amen. And the second level for uh, receiving or responding to the word of God is when you now go and explore that word further in research and in meditation. Mm. Every word of God that you hear, you must go and unpack it, undig it, uh, dig up that treasure, open it up, uh, you know, and go further and deeper into the word of God. Explore it, read more about it, listen to other people teaching on the same word, read, go on the internet, uh, take your dictionaries and your, and your encyclopedias and your uh, commentaries and dig up that word. You are exploring it. Then the last and very most important uh, facet of uh, how to respond to the Word of God is when we now take decisive and practical decisions hmm. and we make changes in our lives based on that Word. It mustn't end up by the excitement. It must translate into life change. Thank you, Lord. Thank yeah. you, Lord. And, and, and as we are, uh, w- when we work on our hearts, Mm. Uh, every time you obey God and you resist what you want to do, you are cultivating the ground of your heart. It's powerful. You are training your heart, teaching your heart how to behave 
you, you're not listening to your heart. You are telling, you, you, the spirit man, is telling your heart, your soul, how it's going to behave, how it's going to think, and how it's going to receive God and the things of God. Uh, we know the scripture very well where David said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, hmm. and all that is within me, bless his holy name. So, so, so David was having a conversation with his own soul, telling his own soul, his own heart, his mind, his will, and his motion, telling them that heart, soul, we will bless the Lord. Amen. Yeah, yeah. You will do what God says you must do. I'm not going to obey what you want, but you will do. You will think godly, speak godly, uh, have the godly attitude. So we must not just leave our hearts when we see them, they are bitter hearts, we mm. see that, hey, I've got a problem of stubbornness. You just leave it as, hey, mm. uh, I'm, this is how I am again. I'm, I'm born like this. Even and in can they, do they know us. We are like this team <laughs> in the community. <laughs> we are short-tempered people. Mm. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm born again, but don't play with me. Mm. Um, you, you must, you know, we, we must uh, be humble and meek uh, and make a decisive decision that I will work on my heart. Uh, until what the Bible says in Ezekiel 11 takes place. Mm-hmm. Ezekiel 11, verse 19, verse 21, mm. uh, God says, Then I will give them one heart, and I will put a new spirit within them, and take the stony heart out of their flesh, and give them a heart of flesh, mm. that they may walk in my statutes, and keep Thank my judgment, and do them. And they shall be my people, and I'll be their God. So they're given the, the lesson that, we can't walk in God's statutes. We can't walk you, or keep Thank His judgments. We can't do His word. We can't really be His people fully uh, and have Him as Lord and King in our lives. And we can't say that He's fully our God when our hearts are not in the right place and condition. You know, Vince, I just feel led uh, to share. Uh, I think it's a testimony now. Um, out of mm. my own experiences, uh, just yeah. to um, confirm, you know, to align with with what you're teaching, that sometimes we we become passive about our own salvation. And the Bible mm. tells us, you know, that we've got to approach our salvation with trembling and fear. You know, there's, there's, there's a trembling and a fear, you know, with which we've got to live out our salvation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Especially this year in my life, I've just been hitting dead end after dead end. And I mean, that's mm. probably been the story of, of my life, you know, but I mean, God knows mm. how to sort of make things work together for good, etc. But this year, it's almost as if God was trying to check. And uh, when you say, you know, we are in you have surrendered your life to me. What do you mean? You know, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. now I had my will, my desires, my passions, my ambitions, and then there was God, you know, yeah. and you get to a point in life where all of these have become one thing. And I thought mm-hmm. I was there. I thought, Lord, I have laid down all these things of all these vain things that I wanted in life. You know, I thought, Lord, I mm-hmm. laid it all down. I thought what I was seeking after now is your kingdom. I thought I was, I was yearning and crying out and, and giving and pouring out my own life for this kingdom. And yet every time mm-hmm. I take a step, I hit a dead end. I don't get it, Lord. And you know, Mfundisi, at the end of it all, um, recently, you know, the Lord just made it very clear to me that little, little child, you needed to understand that your heart needed to form the muscle so that when these things 
come to pass. You have mm. a heart that is continuously pumping life into these things. Because yeah. if the muscle of the heart is not formed, Mfundisi, and we become high achievers and, and, and get things we want and pray things into being and do all of these wonderful things, you find that the same heart with which you desired and yearned and the same heart with which you were able to touch God is now unable to sustain because this heart was never trained enough for the muscles of the heart to be able to pump the blood. So I want to encourage somebody this morning, Mfundisi, through what you are saying, you know, about the deliberate effort um, of changing our heart that I needed to get to a point where I say, okay, dad, you know, I'm sad. I'm disappointed. I'm going to cry, right? I'm going to cry this out. um, But I refuse for my heart uh, to scorn you. I refuse for my heart to envy. I refuse for my heart uh, to turn away or to be cold. I am going to stay right here on 18, number 18, Jeremiah Street, and allow you, Lord, to do what you need to do um, as long as... At the end of the day, this heart is what is pleasing uh, to you. Oh, powerful. Um, that's a really powerful testimony. And, and uh, you know, you are really inspiring all of us to make a conscious effort uh, in that area to work on ourselves. Um, this is how I really understand it. Uh, God saves our spirits, mm. but it, it is our responsibility to save our souls. Amen. Yo, by doing exactly what you're doing, mm-hmm. working on, on our minds, our emotions, on how we feel. Of course, with the help of the Holy Spirit, but without you being an active participant, coming out from that passiveness that you, you spoke about, mm-hmm. uh, we can't get there. We must be cooperative in what God is trying to do in our hearts and not just say, well, God is working on me. Uh, I, w- I will get there. I'm still a, an incomplete project of the Lord. But mm-hmm. what are you doing uh, in that process yourself to cooperate, not really to help God, but to cooperate with God mm. in, in making you to be that person, to shaping your heart in the way that it, 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 it must be shaped. And uh, you raised something very important as you were talking. With you. you went through so many things, and the danger sometimes, Ayanda, is that we go through things, circumstances, mm. and we allow the circumstances to color our hey. hearts. Amen. In the color of the circumstances or in the mood or the tone of the circumstances. And we must be careful of that, not to allow our mess uh, to become uh, the condition of our heart. Our mess must not be our, our, the message of our heart, basically. No, no mm. not at all. Uh, uh, we can be in a mess, but don't allow the mess to come in you. Amen. Because when you allow circumstances to really influence your heart, Things like bitterness happen. Yes, and you know, you start asking yourself, "Mara, uh, you know, people are always on my case. Mm. This is happening. Blah blah blah. I, I'm an unhappy person. Uh, I'm bewitched. I've got bad luck. Whatever. <laughs> you 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 are allowing your situation. <laughs> you're, allowing, you're allowing your situation to to die and to color your your heart and. This is not the will of God for our lives. Yeah, certainly not. And uh, family will take a quick break right now. Uh, and when we come back, we'll be concluding on this matter. Uh, and if you are at home right now and you're one of those people that have been going to God and saying, but Lord, 
I've done it all. Um, I thought I was on the right path. Uh, why? Why does it seem like you're constantly making an example of me? I want you to know this morning that tables have turned and all that God needed was to wash our hearts. You know, there's a scripture in, um, I think it's the book of Proverbs that says, many blows wash our heart. It is through mm. many blows that we, we experience cleansing in our hearts. So what you have gone through, my sister, my brother is not in vain. God has been with you throughout that process. Like um, the pattern of the tabernacle, before we get to the Holy of Holies, that place where we are able to touch the heart of God, we've got to go through the brazen altar. We've got to go through the basin of washing. And I really mm. believe in my heart that this is the journey that God has been taking. this year. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this break. Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives in the streets. Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The Word for Today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. 657 AM, Radio for Believers in Action. You're still tuned to Let's Praise Him right here on Radio Pulpit. Thank you so much for making us your daily companion, my family, this morning. Uh, indeed, we are talking about the heart. I can just feel the softness um, uh, of the presence of the Holy Spirit. Uh, he's really, really wanting to hold somebody this morning, to touch somebody's heart uh, this morning. Mfundisi, uh, you know, as we as we close off our conversation, I think there's a part that I probably touched on in passing, even in my testimony. You also touched on it um, as you were teaching this morning, and that is the issue of offense. One of the darkest colors that we can use to color our heart is the color of offense. Hey, offense is not just a feeling. Uh, it's deeper than that. Um, the Bible says in Proverbs again, 18, verse 19, mm. it says, A brother who is offended hey. is harder. To Sorry, please. I just hold on. Hey. The little one is disturbing me. Just hold on. <laughs> okay. The issue of offense is not just a feeling mm. or an emotion, but offense really is a, uh, a spiritual state. Uh, and um, in, in, in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 19, uh, the Bible says, A brother who is offended is harder to win than a strong city. Mm. Mm. And contentions, that's conflicts and so on, and strife, contentions are like the bars of a castle. Mm. I mean, this is one of the things we must protect our hearts from, mm. that no matter what has happened, what is happening in our lives, or no matter what has happened in our lives, let us be careful not to go and find ourselves in a state of offense. Um, this is what Jesus was speaking when he said, uh, you can sin. So, you know, he said you can anger. He said you can be angry. But don't sin. In your anger. Sometimes 
yeah, our, our state of offense can move us from the will of God mm. because mm. I'm offended. Mm. Mm. And really, many times, offense is just uh, a result of uh, having pride. your own ego trampled on. It's pride, mm. it's pride Mm. Yeah, your 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 own desires, you know, your own expectations, uh, your own ambitions were not met, whatever, and uh, you are in now a state of offense because of that. Um, Jesus said something also important in uh, Luke chapter 7, verse 23. He said, and blessed is he who is not offended because of me. Fundisi. So... So many people were rejecting Jesus as he was the blessing of God sent to all of us. Wow. But they were rejected because, just because of offense. They rejected the message of God. They rejected what God had put in Jesus for them. Hmm. And many times we reject what God is bringing to us because we reject the vessel. We are offended by the person, the vessel that God is using. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, and every mm. time that the enemy wants the church to undermine a particular word hey, or a of God, oh. he causes God's people to be offended, offended. by the vessel and the person that God is, 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 is using. So sometimes when you see things, you hear rumors and you see scandals around men and women of God, it is all a ploy by the enemy to get us to be offended at the vessel so that we reject what God has put in the vessel for us. So that our focus can no longer be on what God is saying and what God is doing, but we are focusing now on the shortcomings and the weaknesses of this particular vessel. Of the vessel, sure. So be careful in your relationships. Be careful you know, with your spiritual leaders. Uh, you know, I, I've seen it over and over again. When someone is offended in their pastor, offended by their mm, pastor, mm. they, from that day, will not be able to hear God through that man of God. Mm, they will not. They will not. And, you know, this is why sometimes it's difficult for us as men and women of God to be in close relationships with people. Because as soon as people get close to us, the closer they get to us, the more of our humanity they discover. Of course. Mm. Not because it's wrong to have humanity. Everyone has got humanity mm. in them and, you know, natural tendencies. But uh, <laughs> yeah. we all have shortcomings. We all mm. have, you know, mm. uh, things like that. Mm. But the closer people get to you, they get familiar. Mm. Uh, mm. Because they start getting to see how you live your life. That you also make mistakes. And mm. this picture they had of you, of a larger-than-life figure... This picture they had of you being an angel is diminished, and then they they lose their awe, they lose their respect and honor of you, and uh, then they sometimes they go into this area of offense. Once they are offended, once offense enters your heart, you cannot receive the things of God mm. from whoever or whatever has offended you. Funji, that's that's like a free counseling session. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, maybe it's not so free, but you know, it's volunteered. My goodness, my goodness. I thank God um, for that counsel. We need to be careful, you know. um, We need to be so careful because the minute the gates um, of life are closed, 
you know, and one of the stoppers being offense, you know, mm, mm, what mm. life do I think I am going to live if the gates of mm. life are closed? Are you uh, hearing what I'm saying? If, yeah, my, yeah, if my heart is so closed up um, mm. because I'm offended, what kind yeah. of life am I am I am I thinking I'm going to then lead? Because nah. if 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 my heart determines the course of my life, then it yeah. means my heart is going to it needs to always be open. Hey, I understand. This thing, you know what? Offense is hey. contagious. It's contagious. Infundisi. Yeah. Before you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. No. Let's 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 hear it out. Maybe you'll answer my question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the ways in which we must guard our heart is be careful of relating with people who are offended. Because offense is contagious. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> it, 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 will, it, it, it will come on you. Mm. It will come on you. That's why you, you realize that if someone has got a problem with you, it is most likely that all those who are close to that person will start having a problem. That's right. Offense is contagious. Offense is toxic. It's poisonous. Mm. It, it leaves one in a constant state of bitterness. Mm. Walking around with a closed heart, with a bitter and a toxic, poisonous heart, speaking venom wherever they are. Mm. And uh, offended people need other people to, to maintain the offense. They need, they need other people to share in their offense so they don't feel alone in their mm, offense. Mm, mm, so be mm. careful. When you say guard your heart, I'm saying watch who you are relating with as well. You mm. know, if you're going to be around people who are always speaking down on the church, ah, the church is this now, the church is that, pastors are this, mm. hey, churches are no longer whatever. Hey, you know, I, I, I think I'm just going to sit down and I'm no longer going to church anymore. I'm tired. I'm, you know, so many people, pastors are lying to us. That person is an offended person. And yes, granted, they've gone through hurtful experiences, but that offense, you continue entertaining that relationship, you will end up like them. Absolutely. And you know what we do, Gamfundisine? We take it a notch higher. We use that as an excuse to sin because we feel like we've been trapped so much by this perfect church anyway. So now that we've discovered that this church is not so perfect, we might as well just go back, you know, go back to our Egypt. And we we use it as a valid excuse to actually go back to our own vomit, like the Bible puts it. Um, You know, Mfundisi, let me just, for clarity, how then... I'm going to bring it back now to, to, to the leaders. How then, as the church leadership, do we ensure that we create a safe environment where offense will not be used to stop what God wants to do, but offense will be seen as any other normal conflict that happens between people? Um, as spiritual leaders and pastors, we must uh, allow our people to, to speak to us. Yes. We, we, we must be reachable. Uh, and we must allow, we must give space for people to express how they are feeling um, about, you know, whether it be uh, the church, whether it be even us. Mm. <laughs> That's not an easy one. For mm. uh, allow people to speak. Keep communication open. Um, you are not lowering your your, your your status and your dignity in doing that. Mm. You are you are showing good leadership uh, because a good leader is a confident person. Amen. Um, someone who is not confident 
absolutely does not want to hear anything negative being said about them, even if it's true. And they're probably leading for the wrong reasons anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So let us allow, let's create that kind of environment in the church where maybe even if it's not us, you know, you know, sometimes church people have got uh, uh, pastor phobia. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pastor phobia. Yeah, I think <laughs> I suffered with that for a long <laughs> while. So sometimes that they can't reach us or talk to us, not because of what we are doing, but because of their own uh, misconceptions. Mm. But let there be other avenues available elders. for our people mm. to go, elders, deacons, uh, departmental leaders, cell group leaders, where they can go and talk and express certain things. And let us ensure that their concerns are really attended to, even if they are incorrect concerns mm. based on... Uh, misinformation and misconceptions and based on wrong information. But at least let the person understand that their their feelings were taken into consideration. And um, So let us uh, make people feel that we take into consideration how they are feeling and what they are thinking. Mm. Um, uh, Because in any community, church, whatever, people need to know that their opinions are important and mm-hmm. their feelings are important. Mm-hmm. And uh, as fellow Christians, as children of God, let us know that conflict is a normal part of relationships. That's right. That's as right. As soon as you conflict with someone, it's an opportunity for the relationship to grow. Mm-hmm. It's an opportunity to know each other better. Mm-hmm. So let us not take conflicts in the church so personally and so deeply and and end up going, you know, into the area of grudges. Mm. You know, church, a hey, church can be a messy place sometimes, mm-hmm. unnecessarily, unnecessarily. Uh, let us understand that offense, wronging each other, it, it, it is a normal part of it's life. It's inevitable, uh, eh? It's inevitable. Mm. And, you know, we, we, we must diffuse the church of emotionalism. Mm. We are so emotional in the house of God, my God. We, we take everything personally and deeply. You know, something that was done to you in the workplace, same thing that is done to you in the church. It, it, it's got a far greater, you know, it's got a, a deeper impact on you than what it will have in any other environment because we are so emotional in the church. Um, but let, let, let us be sober, mm. you know, and, and be vigilant, as First Peter says, because the enemy is looking for those whom he may devour. He's looking for vulnerable, susceptible, suggestible people Mm. that he can steal away from from the presence of the Lord. Vunisi, you've said it all. I think this morning, if we haven't heard, and yes, Basal Pindesi Dinge Eli Pinelin Janina Elisui. You know, the one thing that uh, uh, is just very strong in my heart is that uh, whatever we do, you know, as church folk, we've got to remember that Christ died for this church. Yes. Um, yes. He he died for the church you know so if he could give his life for the church what else can he not give and sometimes we in serving god let us see ourselves as vessels that are used within this church because of the condition of our hearts god will use you and i and you and you and him and her Mm -hmm. you know in order to correct something um so the condition of our heart is absolutely critical you don't know 
what needs exist that have still not been spotted in your own church and maybe by the journey that God has taken you maybe God has been preparing you because he has seen a need where you are and so if we allow offense and we we become passive and we we just let everything go because we've been so sad you know we are robbing God of his glory remember the Bible says if you remain in me and I in you you will produce fruit fruit that will last and this fruit is what gives glory to God the Father so it is so important my family like Mfundis is saying that uh, the conditions of our heart be found in such condition that uh, the word is able to take root and produce the due fruit mm-hmm. that it wants mm-hmm. to produce Mfundis can you can you close uh, in prayer for us Father we we are praying Ezekiel 11 verse 19 to 21 right now Lord yes, that Lord. you will take out of us the heart of stone Put in us the heart of flesh. You'll take out that hard heart, ungodly, unrighteous heart, and you'll put in that kind of heart in us that is after the character and the image of Christ, that is hungry for your word, Mm. that is hungry and thirsting after righteousness, and uh, to be good and to do good to all men and to you. We we pray, Father, that we'll walk in obedience, in forgiveness, walk in love. Um, we'll pray, Lord, that no manner of filthiness will be found in our hearts. Yes, Lord. So that, Father, our hearts will be that good ground that Jesus spoke about. Mm. And your word, when it falls on our hearts, will yield a harvest, some hundredfold, some sixteen, and some thirteen. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen indeed, family. That is all we have for you today in terms of our lesson. Um, Fundisi, we bless the Lord for you. Thank you so much. Um, where do we find you again in the social networks? Now you know oh, I'm not. <laughs> yes, Facebook, there's a page there. Uh, like the page. Um, Twitter, at Pastor Ndumiso. Instagram, Ndumiso uh, And on iTunes, uh, you can follow our free podcast, there and also email address right it's yeah. info at ndumisomazibuko.co.za there is radio and radio and then there is 657 a.m can you hear the difference from your ear to your heart to your mouth to your feet join this life on 657 a.m